Hey friend, it's been way too long, but I'm back and ready to share what God is showing me in this season. So I hope you'll stick around. Welcome to the One Proposal Podcast, Season 2. I am your host, Baya. How often have you questioned, where are all the good quality men? I, for once, subscribed to the notion that there weren't any good ones left, especially once I reached my 30s and I was still unwed. It seemed like more and more the good ones were already taken. As a Christian, it became even more challenging when the lack of quality single Christian men were slim pickings in the church, and they were always, always outnumbered by a plethora of women whose biological clocks were ticking away. In this quest to uncover and discover what the Word of God says about dating the one in marriage, I found that Proverbs 18.22 says, A man who finds a wife finds a good thing. The man is to do the finding, and as women, we are to position ourselves to be found. But how do we position ourselves? Simple. As a Christ follower who is sold out to Jesus, our answers must be found in the pages of God's Word. We must become women who pursue after God wholeheartedly and seek out of His book, as Isaiah thirty four sixteen instructs. I looked up the definition of the word find from Proverbs eighteen twenty two. He who finds a wife. Find means to gain first sight or knowledge of. So, if we are to be found, how on God's green earth do we position ourselves so that the one will gain first sight and knowledge of us? Well, let's go back to God's Word and find out. Interestingly enough, in that same chapter in Proverbs 18, just a few verses before, we get some insight on this. Verse 16 says, A person's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. Fifteen different translations say that it is a gift that brings a person before great men. God's word says that it is our gift that will bring us before great men. Great means significant of an extent, amount, or intensity considerably above the normal or average, distinguished by extraordinary events or unusual importance. People of rank or distinction. Isn't that who we desire to be for God? Isn't that the kind of person we desire to unite our lives with? Listen to Genesis 12, where God uses this exact word, great to describe his plans for Abraham. Verses 1-3 through Then the Lord said to Abram, Leave your country, your kindred, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and curse those who curse you, and all the families of the earth will be blessed through you. Friend, Being a great person, whether man or woman, is about the blessing of God on a person's life. God's abundant increase of favors for his 
been seen good to others. But first and foremost, it is about the person doing the thing God is asking them to do with their life. Just like Abraham, God instructed Abram to leave his country and go to a land that God would show him. Okay, we can go in so many directions with this one, but let's get back to meeting quality men. Because these are the type of men we want to meet. We want to be in the presence of these great men. And scripture is clear. We do this by allowing our gift to places before them. This happens as we develop the gift that God has placed on the inside of us. Okay, let's study some of the other words in the scripture. Your gift will bring you before great men. There's another place in scripture that talks about gifts. Romans 11.29 says, For God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. Irrevocable means final and not able to be changed. The word gift in the original text means an aptitude or talent for doing something. Friends, we all have a God-given aptitude or talent for something. James 1.17 encourages us with every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. For the gifts and the calling to God are irrevocable. They are final and they can't be changed. Get this. The word calling is an invitation. So God's gift and calling on your life and mine are final and they cannot be changed. That talent, that aptitude we have is from God. But his calling, his calling is an invitation. An invitation is the action of inviting someone to go somewhere or to do something. God invites us to accept his calling for our lives. This past weekend, I received two invitations. Two separate individuals invited me to two different and separate events on the same day with overlapping times in two different cities. Not everybody had the privilege of attending these two events, only those who were handpicked to attend. And with these invitations, I had a choice to make. I got to choose. I could go to one or the other or not go at all. They were simply invitations for me to accept or decline. Every day, everywhere, you and I both receive invitations. Just like God's invitation for our lives. And we get to choose. We decide what we want to do with that invitation. Deuteronomy 30.19 says, Today I have given you the choice between life and death between blessings and cursings. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. I can only imagine that it would be God's invitation of the life that God had forewritten for you and for me in the book of life as described in Psalm 139, 16, which says, Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. It's up to us to accept his invitation. 
his plans, he so carefully, intentionally, thoughtfully, and personally crafted for each and every one of us. For I know the plans and thoughts I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Okay, let's go back to Proverbs 18.16. A person's gift opens doors and brings them before great men. Bring in the scripture means to guide, to lead, or direct in a way. So our gift guides us, leads us, and directs us into the presence of great men. Okay, friends. So now we know how to get into the presence of quality men. The next step, or rather the first step, is developing our gift. You don't know what your gift is yet? No worries. You can begin to discover it and then refine it. Start and study those gifts mentioned in the Bible. You can also utilize trusted resources that will help shed some light on your true spiritual gifts. The New Testament has multiple scriptures that speak on gifts. In Romans 12, Ephesians 4, 1 Corinthians 12. Some of the gifts listed include administration, operation, apostleship, discernment, exhorting, encouraging, faith, healing, giving, miracles, hospitality, knowledge, leadership, pastor, prophesying, teaching, serving, showing mercy, wisdom. Get this, friend. We get to decide what we do with our gifts and talents. I would encourage you to read the parable of the talents in Matthew twenty-five sixteen, and the three different servants and what each one of them did with their talents. It was those servants who took their talents, who went to work and gained more, who were praised. Just a side note, Matthew 25 begins with the parable of the ten virgins who took their lamps and went to the bridegroom. In this same chapter, right after the parable, we're then told about the parable of the talents. I don't think there's any coincidence here, but that's a study for another time. Because today, our first step is discovering our gifts, right? In the notes section of this episode, I've linked up two free resources that offer a spiritual gifts test. And I've personally used and I've taken and I've trusted the results. When I first took the test a little while ago, I was surprised to discover that faith is a gift and that it's my gift. When I looked at it, it topped the charts compared to the rest of the other gifts. This piece of information helped me understand who God created me to be, a person of deep faith. It also brought clarity about a statement I made years ago when I was still new to the Christian walk. At the time, I said that my life would be one of faith. Just don't be like me. I discovered my gift years ago, and I didn't do anything with it. It wasn't until I read Proverbs 18.16 just a few months ago that I began to really consider how I could develop this God-given gift. So what did I do just a few short weeks ago? I went back to the scriptures because that's where our foundation for anything must start. I began to seek out of God's word to determine how to develop this gift of faith. 
And here's what I found for my own journey. And I hope that it encourages you as you discover and refine your own gift. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jude one twenty says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Friends, these two scriptures encouraged me and gave me practical steps on how I can develop the gift of faith. I quite literally came into this revelation for myself just a few weeks ago. And I'll be honest with you, I hesitated to really dig into my gift of faith, but I knew I needed to start making some changes in my life so that I could start refining that gift. And as a result, I began putting my gift out there. Did you catch that? I'm putting my gift out there. So often people tell us to put ourselves out there. And friend, yes, put yourself out there. But not in the sense of getting out into the dating world and making a conscious effort to explore new things with the sole intent of creating different ways to meet men. No, put yourself out there by putting your God-given gift on display so that your gift is the one that will bring you and usher you into the presence of great men where the one, your one, will gain first sight and knowledge of you. Hey friend, did you know that I wrote and published a book? It's called One Proposal, a 60-day devotional while waiting on the one to marry. In it, I candidly share my failed attempts to find the one and the arduous process of believing God for a husband. My hope is that you'll gain a newfound perspective on the season of life. As you study the word, you'll go from hopeless to hopeful, from desperation to peace. Visit the link in the notes section to download your copy today. And for a limited time, you'll get the study journal for free. Take the first step today and discover your God-given gift and allow it to position you in the presence of great men by visiting the show notes section. Want to know how I'm stepping out in faith and putting myself and my gift out there? Join my Patreon community to find out. Link in the description notes.